I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer-sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Welcome back to another episode of Literally Without a Comma, Nobody Cares. This is the third episode and my first episode with a guest. Welcome, Laura Dundevik. Your first guest. Number one. So excited. And I care, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so it that. should be literally Laura's the only one that cares. <laughs> it's a very low number of people who care, unfortunately. <laughs> the first guest, I mean, what an honour to bestow upon you, really. It is, but it would have been an insult if it wasn't me. That's true. So, I couldn't handle the phone calls, so I was like, we have to delay no. the recording until Laura's in town. <laughs> and I've been waiting outside the office for how long now? <laughs> until days. you invited me on, so yeah. That was nice of me. Yeah, I actually wasn't going to come on until I saw how highly it ranked. And then I was like, <laughs> hey, Sam, haven't spoken to you in ages. Thought you're doing a podcast. What are you up to tomorrow? <laughs> oh, God. And we were just putting out Photoshopped images. And actually, did you check the real rankings? So we weren't on there. <laughs> I am, so like, oh, my I'm God, sorry, my agent's no calling. I am so busy. Got to go. Oh, my word. So I don't know how long, I mean, I don't know how much people like follow my Instagram to be honest. I have no idea, but um, I've known you for some time. Sometimes you poor, poor thing. (laughs) And I would say that of all the people I know, there's very few that I have this level of fun with. Like okay, it's I, you know what? That was actually a letdown. I thought you were going to say I am the funniest person that you know because you are the funniest person that I know and I tell you that all the time and then you say to me, I have the most fun with you and I feel like that's like when someone goes, you're cute. Like you're not beautiful. Oh, you're cute. Yeah, no, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> cool, that's noted. Let's move along. <laughs> no, level look, of fun. High level are- of fun. <laughs> No, I think, I mean, people will have this other people in their lives, but there's very few times, regardless of situation, regardless of where we are, we laugh as much when we're together. We make the most of every opportunity. It's so true. Yeah. Um, at people's expense at times, Yeah. if I'm honest. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, one thing that we do regularly when we're at dinner is try and one-up each other with dares. Yeah. And if you're not going out with your close friends and daring them to do wildly inappropriate things in public, are you really friends? Quaid not really up for a dare. You not and up I. Not for a dare. You and I. <laughs> not up for a dare You know, at all. I don't mind embarrassing myself. Not Me a problem. Either. It's also beneficial because um, no one knows who I am and I'm not famous, <laughs> so that's great. You've got Daily Mail articles yeah. that are like, freak show at the restaurant where Dundafik was. <laughs> Yeah, I have to actually say what our favourite thing. Can I say it? I'm going to say it to do. Far away. When Sam, me, and Emily go to dinner, (laughs) (laughs) one has to walk in. I think we should say, firstly, though, poor Emily is not always in on the joke. Love her the most. She's the best. The most, Dr. Laura. Um, Yep. (laughs) But. Certainly, we have a vibe of of yeah. a level, and when we are having fun at a restaurant, for you know, in public, mm. we both rise to the occasion. Oh yeah, Emily has not been in those situations very often, and so she's she's trailing behind and <laughs> trying to rise to the level. But I just I don't know that it's her at her core because she's very like. I don't know, like a genuine nice person. Not that we're not, but (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she just doesn't. I think when she thinks we're doing something that's a laugh and the person's not in on the joke, she feels bad for them. And so then she withdraws. And it's. I think you need to maintain a level. All right, then. I'm not going to say what we do when we (laughs) go to restaurants. No, you know what? It's more of a. It's more of a laugh at our own expense. If I. If I'm being honest. It's true. Um, we dare the person to walk in and say, "I'll just have the usual." (laughs) <laughs> and when they say, sorry, what? The usual. 
And you see the person looking at you like, I've never seen you before, but you're assuming that that's somewhere that you go regularly. But what's important, right, and I don't think people, they need to know, you have to walk in with such force and such presence and then say but it. I come here all the time. Yeah, say it and look away. The usual. The usual table. Resume conversation. <laughs> you don't look at them and say the usual and then wait for their response. Just the usual and then look away. And that is the difference between Emily and Sam right there. <laughs> that is. Emily like, my, my usual table where I would usually sit. <laughs> they were like, who are you? <laughs> Whereas you have to be, hello, darling, the usual table. Thank you. Uh, resume conversation yeah. and then see where it goes. Yeah. And then you just do it for everything in the restaurant. Have you guys had time to look through the menu? Uh, it's fine. We'll just have the usual. <laughs> resume conversation. And then watch the waiter melt. <laughs> Brilliant. You know, we did it at a restaurant in Sydney once and with Emily. And Won't they name were... the restaurant, but it's a popular <laughs> Japanese restaurant on Crown Street. <laughs> Fill in the blanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were really good sports about it. They oh, didn't yeah. stand there and they're like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Um, what do you want from the menu? <laughs> they were like, oh, okay. And then they went and like all convened together. And we were watching them <laughs> and like, does anyone know who they are? <laughs> Over their shoulder. And um, then they would come back to the table and then be like, oh, everyone's new tonight. We're so sorry. Would you mind just pointing out? What you, know, you usually get. Yeah. And Sam's like, let me just have a look at this menu for the first time. I've never and let been you to this know. restaurant so that I'm looking at it like brand new information. And then we'll have the beef. How would you like that cooked? Just the usual. <laughs> just <laughs> medium rare? Medium, medium. <laughs> poor people. It was great though. And then like, would you mind taking a photo? Yeah, should we take it here? No, the usual spot. Anyway, like, it's yeah, worth a try, guys. It. it really is. We'll call it the usual challenge. The usual challenge. Hashtag the usual <laughs> challenge. I love it. And it's a banger, let me tell you. It's a good type. Everyone who follows me who's like works in hospitality is like, I hate you to your core. You have just well, lost a whole heap of followers on that. <laughs> we are running. We are plummeting down the charts. I will say before we keep going, um, in case people don't know who you are, which get out of the fucking cave that you live in, um, what would you like a model, 10 out of 10, brilliant person, hilarity, comedian? Hilarity's you... off the chart, as I said before. <laughs> Fun person is right up there. <laughs> Um, yeah. What would you, and like, oh, rapper. Oh, I am a rapper. Yeah, yeah. formal name. It's it's a bit rude, actually, that I think the husband of Kim Kardashian stole your name. You, yeah. You were first Dunye West. Yeah. Was, so uh, my friend's actually, called, it used to be Dundog. Oh, yeah. But mm, with I a like double that. G, but people who didn't know that I was trying to be Snoop Dogg, that I was just a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I changed my name to Dunye West, actually. Yes. So if you're ever out. Another thing I like to do is airdrop people like random photos of <laughs> the same scenery that I'm like I they're seeing. I literally so had this on the plane the other day. Someone, I was sitting on my laptop and I was like, <laughs> you have an airdrop request from Rebecca. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'll bite. So I said, she's like, hi everyone, <laughs> hope you're enjoying the flight. I was like, well, that was fucking shit. Well, but of course, I don't want to look. I'm that person. So like, Quay and I went to the Coliseum and we took the most amazing pictures when we first got a GoPro. We were so proud. And, um... So what we decided to do was to airdrop everyone in a cafe and watch their reactions. And we were so proud and we judged who liked the photo more by, oh, this is amazing. And, um, yeah, so if you get an See, airdrop from Danye West. <laughs> I'd take that though because it's a fun name. This is just like Rebecca Stevenson <laughs> from, you know, like, no. No. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah. then I didn't want to react. And, of course, like I was <clears throat> sitting at the front. And so I, I like when I looked, I didn't want to look over my Did shoulder to look she back. Was? Well, I couldn't because I was 1A. Okay. So, like, I couldn't look over my shoulder to be <laughs> yeah. like, let's look back at, you know, 14D and see, like, so I was like, no, just pass. Then I, of course, receive 
I'm midway through the flight. You have another request from Rebecca. <laughs> so I was like, Do you know what? I'm flying tonight and I'm so excited about this. <laughs> so I accepted it. It's another one. What's everyone's favourite thing to do on a plane? Sit quietly, bitch. That's what my favourite thing is to do. Why are you airdropping? And I have the smiley faces and you know that she's a life coach when she gets off the plane. I couldn't get there. But I feel like you're sending photos, which are good. She's sending messages like we're friends. I like. I need to send them a disclaimer. Feel free to use on your Instagram. Just tag me. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, literally. That's a great way. That's what we should just start doing, just airdropping to planes like you. That's, there you go. Yeah. We'll use that for the spin life, Courtney. Throw that in there. How to grow your Instagram. Get it in a public <laughs> place and start airdropping the shit out of your tag. Like, there you go. Love it. That's straight from the Dundog. <laughs> Dunye West. Dundogs. That's I can't expired. Go back. <laughs> that's over. Um, okay. Fab. So what we're we're basically oh that's I'm just looking at my notes here because I'm bad with the, the situation but I'm now looking here at the someone um, kept you up late talking last night needing chocolate so you didn't get to read your notes who would have done that <laughs> um, even if I had them I'm terrible I like walk in and still haven't read them but um, you were on the telethon the other day the celebrity telethon mm. because if people don't know the real Danye West she's loves to give back to the community mm-hmm. they also don't know that my job while I was studying at uni was a telemarketer. Oh my God, me too. Shut up. What did you sell? I was there for years. Timeshare. <gasps> love it. Of course it was timeshare. <laughs> I, I do need it. to let you know while I have you on the phone that this will be a 90 minute timeshare sales presentation where you will be made an offer to purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get it in there. It was legal requirements. Hi, this is Laura from the Great Wolparossa Wine Club in South Australia. <laughs> we weren't in South Australia, but I said that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just a quick call. Do you drink red or white wine? And usually they give you an answer and you just go in from there. Okay, so you were in what we call telemarketing light. I was calling <laughs> and like, hi, it's Sam calling from Wyndham Vacation Resorts, Asia Pacific, previously known as Trend West South Pacific. Um, I'm just giving you a call today to let you know that we have a great opportunity. You have received an amazing award, a prize. You've okay. got a- and Then I had to then say to them, my first question out of the gate, um, are you married, single, do you have a partner? <laughs> What's happening? And it, it was exactly like I'd walked up to them in a bar and asked that question. They were like, I would have loved that. I'm the sorry? psychologist in me would have come out. I would have been like, really? What happened with your last breakup? No, no, I couldn't get the answer. People were like, am I single? What are you saying about that? Or if you're like, do you have a partner? What does partner mean? I was like, okay, calm down. Do you, know, do you have someone in your life? I just realized not only did you tell me that I was fun and not funny, <laughs> but you've also told me that I'm a light telemarketer. You were a light telemarketer. You, you don't know what my spiel was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you have to ask them if they had, had had a date in the last five years and then follow that up with, how much money do you earn? Because oh. let me tell you, people were like, what do you mean how much money? That's private information. <laughs> I'm asking you if you earn over $65,000 combined with your partner. And then in Queensland, it was actually forty before tax combined with your partner. And I'm sorry, I was asking, you know, do you earn above or below 40000 I don't have to tell me, like not the number. Do you earn above or below $40,000 a year before? Ta- and you used to say before tax, like before <laughs> here, well, I'm saying before tax. Um, do you know what used to work a treat for me, for any telemarketers out there? Feel free to take it. Give it a try. Um, it was the line when someone would try and fob you off by saying, oh, I'll just have to ask my wife about that. I'd say, now, sir. You don't seem like the sort of man that needs to ask his wife for permission for anything. And he'd go, you know what? That's it. I'll get out my credit card. And it worked a treat. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That's not telemarketing light. You had to get the credit card on the back end. Oh, yeah. I had to get the, ca- the credit card. That's Cold difficult. calling. Okay. Cold that's, calling. Yeah. So I later did that when I worked for the that's Accord Vacation Club. telemarketing very, very heavy. So then when I went, so at Wyndham it was, we used to offer everything for free and like come along. And then we had to make them book in. Yeah. And then of course, like they wouldn't show up. And I would just be so offended. 
Because then you'd call them back and, and they had eventually had to take off rescheduling from you and hand it to a different team. Because you would call them like, hi, Paul. We spoke last week. I thought we had a connection. You said you were coming with Mary. I gave you the parking. You had a babysitter coordinator and you're not there. That's fine. My bonus doesn't matter this week. You know? And they were like, guilt. oh, I had so much on. And I, okay, Paul, do I trust you to book it again? <laughs> Should we do this again? That was like the people that would be like, I don't have my credit card on me, but if you can call me tomorrow at four, I'd schedule in the phone call. <laughs> nah, nah. Never. Just tell me straight up. But do you know what? The lie that you used to tell yourself was my favourite when you were doing a callback. You know that they were never answering and the callback was a way to get you off the phone. But you were like, no, no, no. They, they were busy. I'll call for the 12th time today. It was, <laughs> it was the Other times were unrelated. I'll call them now. My favourite people were, there was that rumour that, I don't know if it used to happen in the old days, but tell, <laughs> I'm telling you it didn't work, that if you blew a whistle in the phone, the person went deaf. And there'd be people, <laughs> there'd be people that would be like, I'm quite busy at the moment. If you can call me back in five minutes, I'd call back and... <laughs> 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 I was like, and you oh know what? I'd God. call them back at dinner time that night just to say, <laughs> Mary, I found that really offensive. You hurt my ear. Thank you. Bye. But you know what I couldn't stand when you'd call people and it was like, like you're, I used to work the night shift because I used to work after school there. Yeah. And like you'd call them at like seven. They were like, how dare you call me? I have just sat down to dinner. Oh, I'm sorry. The cameras in your house hadn't turned on. I couldn't check. I don't know when you're sitting down for dinner. What the fuck? That's not my fault. And they just was, and also like, you're the scum of the earth. And I was just going to be like, that was amazing. But then you look across the room to someone, they're like, like break down. It's like, it's someone you don't even know. It's okay, oh. sweetie. Pack it up and leave. Did you ever do the hang up back on them? So if they hung up on me, <laughs> I'd call back the next day just to hang up on them. Spite level 100. No one wins more than LD. Look at you go. And they don't got my number to call me back. <laughs> no, I used, because you remember the back of the day you could call from a private number. That's not legal anymore. But I used to, when I used to work at a call vacation club, there used to be an automatic dial line. So you, you would like, <laughs> I worked everywhere. Oh and you God. used to press it and then it used to just like, send you through calls. And so the machine would call like a hundred people at once and whoever picked up it would then send them to operators. Mm -hmm. So I would like sit there. I used to work with like all my closest friends. Amy used to work there. Like I used to have people from school. Anyway, so we sit there and we're having a chat like this and then it like dropped in like, hello. And we're like, not this time. Hang up. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a really big DNM. And then they like had people monitor the calls and if you got found out, you got called into like a meeting. And we were all so young and like these weren't careers to us. But of course, everyone else working there it's their career, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So you go into me and they'd be like, this is a serious violation. <laughs> and you just laugh at them and be like, okay, I'll go to one of the other 900 call centers. Catch ya. Like, <laughs> what a time to be alive. Oh, do you know what was nice for me though? I moved from telemarketing to market research where I was paying people to do things. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, people wouldn't stay on the phone to me for long enough. Like they loved it. That's amazing. Yeah. At Window at one stage, we converted to $1,000 worth of, um, I can't remember the language, $1,000 worth of, holiday vouchers or something. It was amazing because it's like, you've won $1,000 worth of vouchers that you can use on a Tuesday evening between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. You can't use it on any results that we like. If we're booked out, you can't have it. You no, were like Christmas, Oprah, but with conditions. I love it. You have no, everyone was getting there. You get a voucher. You get a voucher. You get a voucher. <laughs> and then when they finally talked about it internally, they were like, so yeah, the thousand dollars. Um, what's our cost on that? I think it's about seven, seven or eight dollars. You're like, okay, great. So no one's booking with them then. <laughs> it was a magical time. It's people would call. I'd like to use my thousand dollars. Great. So all you need to book is twelve nights. Um, so the balance on that is nine grand. <laughs> Thanks for calling. What a business. Oh god, the lawyers will be calling. Hi Sam, you've unveiled all the secrets because that business is still going.
Love anyway, this. you were on the telephone because you're charitable, Dundavik. Mm-hmm. Um, they hired Dunye for the evening. You're on the telephones. Yes. Tell us about that. That was Channel Nine. You yeah, were just out there. It was searching the world, really. Yeah, for my room for kids with cancer. Um, so a great charity. We raised a lot of money. Um, the highlight of it was Sam ringing to try to get through to speak to me. Which, which time? A <laughs> hundred times to get through to me. He didn't because I was so busy. But no, it was lovely. And it was just like, honestly, the amount of calls that come through is just phenomenal. It was. Uh, it took me All back to my telemarketing marketing days, if mm-hmm. I'm honest. Yeah. Because I was calling um, and then someone answered like, hi, it's Stacey from Neighbours. Hang up. You didn't yeah. say Laura Dundavik. Do you know you? that? No, Next. that actually happened. Hi, it's NRL player that I don't care about. Hang up. Next. <gasps> you know what? There are a lot of people that hang up on you, and I think it's because that you're not who they want to speak to. <laughs> and I was trying to tell myself it's something wrong with the line <laughs> and not get offended. But uh, yeah. Well, at one stage, because I was calling through so frequently, I think maybe there was signaling. Hi, it's Laura Dundavik. You didn't even let me say my surname. Maybe if you heard it, then you would have wanted to speak to me. And I didn't even get to say I did Miss Universe. Anyway. <laughs> so I called at one stage and I got an Indian lady and she was like, from Telstra. And I was like, hello? Oh, and she was you like, had a how can in. I help? And I was like, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, I'm looking for the telephone. I She's want to like, speak to a celebrity. The what? The telephone? <laughs> it was just Telstra. What? The line had obviously, like it was on speakerphone so people could hear it. It was just a lady at, Tel- at Telstra. How and interesting. She was just, I know. And then anyway, so she actually got the most words out before I hung up on her, if I'm honest. Um, but I did feel bad for some of the celebrities. Although most of them, I was just like, I need you to be Laura. And then like when I saw the visuals, I was calling everyone around you. I just couldn't get you. I actually had a block on your number. A block? That's yeah. nice. Like, even though you were texting me being like, call now. You're like, <laughs> watch this idiot. Yeah, watch him, guys. <laughs> Let's see who he calls next. <laughs> Yeah. We emptied your pockets that night. <laughs> Can't get, yeah, block him again. He'll call someone else and he'll drop more cash. Umpa. Okay, so let's move on. What we're doing here, so obviously you're the first guest, the first guest in the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing something on this program, I don't know what you call it, a show, where basically we discuss the person's biggest first world problem we'll call Mm -hmm. it. I guess it's your literally nobody cares. Like what is something that in your life bugs you that you hate, it's small, and you feel like we need to discuss it? Because you know I'm petty and I'll You know, I fly a lot. And you know, everyone knows whenever you're flying, you're always under pressure. Mm -hmm. Um and Quaid and I are living in Melbourne. I'm from Sydney and I still do a lot of work there. So mm. I'm back and forth there. His family's from Brisbane. You're not so back and forth here that often, are you? Because it's a bit rude. I yeah, I'm, I stayed with you last night on the Gold Coast. Well, that's just the one night though, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I fly right. a lot. Um, and so I do get frustrated at the airport. My biggest first world problem is I'm a very organised person. Yes. And when I'm packing that carry-on bag, generally I won't put anything in there I need to get out. You know, is the laptop yep. necessary to take? Yes, no. If it mm. is, I put it in the handbag. Aerosols, yes. put them in my – but if I do have them, I'm well aware. And before I go, I've packed it so it's easy to get out, mm-hmm. bang, straight on. There are some people that decide to sort through their suitcase – while they're putting it in through security. So you stand behind them for a good 15 minutes. They're generally the one. Have you travelled with Emily and Declan before? <laughs> I, <laughs> have you got on I the plane actually, with them? I haven't got on the plane with them. Are they, are they these well, people? Because let me tell you a story. Um, I could give you a dozen. I could give you 25. I could give you 40. It depends on how much time you've got. <laughs> but primarily when they get to the line, um, Emily is wearing her commando boots that require seven people to undo yep. um, in America and you have to take your shoes off every time. Um, and then when she arrives, she acts like it's a galloping shock. 
And just then... on that note, I never understand why my shoes ring off at Melbourne Airport but not at Sydney. And sometimes I'll have flown twice in a day and I'm just like, no, they didn't ring off before. And they're like, they've rung off now. You'll need to take them off, ma'am. And I'm like, really? <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know, I was referring to Emily Sky, Emily Sky Fit, um, <laughs> who is my dear friend, our dear friend, mm. and um, love her to death. But every time she hits security, it's a shock, a galloping <laughs> shock. Declan packs seven um, laptops in his bag um, and, and he misses one every time, doesn't he? <laughs> Um, and then, you know, Emily gets there in, in America in particular, it's like, you need to take your liquids out. And she's brought every liquid that she's ever purchased in the same bag. Um, and then she gets to the thing and then they're like, sweetie, we see that you've put them all in here. And the bottle of water that you're carrying is still a liquid. And then she's like, what? Then Declan's like, how stupid are you? Like, what are you doing? They have these argument security. And then the line just gets longer. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm through security. I would be I've been bomb checked. I've had a chat with security. I'm seated. I'm yeah. back together. I'm looking around. And then you see Mia and she's just looking around like, here we are. And see, then I frustrate Quaid. <clears throat> My problems are never the first part of security. Mm-hmm. Once I go through... I every time have a problem with my bag. That is not my fault. So it'll be like a handbag or a pair of shoes that they think look suspicious. Like, you know, those bags with the gold chain on them. Yes. They think it looks like some sort of weapon. So then Quaid always goes, oh, what have you got in your bag this time? And I'm like, nothing because I packed it properly, (laughs) but I still ring off and then they have to put it through twice. And I've actually tested positive to explosives before. I'm not surprised you're dodgy looking. <laughs> no, it's apparently it's like a mixture of the like chemicals that you have on you. And so I'd been at the races, right. so a little bit of hairspray. Um, Do you mean horse manure? <laughs> horse manure, yeah. Like they said, all those sort of products on you, the mix of them, and What's I sort of laughed step? because I've never, I've never tested positive. <clears throat> Once you test positive, standing there. Let with that me tell person. you, it is very serious. And so, like, I was going through, and then they said you've tested positive, and I sort of laughed. And the guy was like straight like, ma'am, this is not funny. I wasn't allowed to take my bags. I had all these people come out to me. <laughs> and it ended up not being anything. I actually rang the, rep- uh, the airport later to report them because they treated me like I was so guilty. And I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I was so offended. And everyone was looking at me. I mean, if I'm honest, if someone's testing positive to explosives, I would like you to crash, shuggle them to the ground and remove them immediately. I don't <laughs> care how you were treated, if I'm honest. pretty much what happened to me. <laughs> Not ideal. <laughs> what I will say is that many years ago, Emily, Declan and I, um, Declan being Emily's partner, mm-hmm. travelled to Sydney. Uh, it was a day trip. We all flew down. When Deck travels... Um, he takes seven laptops, got that, yeah. No, no, no. He travels um, like he's still in the army. Mm-hmm. So Dex served for many years as like a commander on the army. He has a bum bag because you can't have like, it needs to be fully attached to your body in case something goes down. He needs to be able to, his hands need to be free. Yeah. So it's a backpack and a bum bag. Nothing can hinder his Safety hands. Safety first. Always. So he's got his backpack. It's actually his army backpack that he's taking with him this time. Mm. We go, we get to Sydney, everything's fine, whatever, we're returning. At about four o'clock, we go through security. I'm through security. I'm seated with a beverage. I've got chips. I'm good to go. They're still unpacking their bags at security. Um, yeah. All of a sudden, they get through the other side. Um, and the guy, and we went through that like virgin priority security. Mm-hmm. So they're a little bit more lax there. Yeah. Um, in terms of like everyone's not as high strung. I don't mean like they're letting you through with anything. Um, anyway, so then the other side, the bag comes out and the guy goes, excuse me, sir, is this yours? And he reaches into the front of the bag and pulls out what can only be described as a hunting knife. <laughs> And, and Deck, love him to death, was just, is so blasé, doesn't realise the cataclysmic situation he's in. It's just like, oh, sorry, mate, it's me army knife. I forgot to take it out before I, I came. Immediately, Sam just unfollowed him on Instagram, <laughs> ran off, does not know this man. 
And the per- everyone was just shocked because this was a substantial knife and they were all sort of like, what do we do here? And Deck was like, you can keep it. It's it's fine, mate. You can keep it. And I've like, got plenty more. It's more about the escalation now. Do we call somebody else? Is there another situation? So blasé. And they just kept the knife on. We went through. They were like, you can check it in and post it to yourself if you would like. Oh, they're still oh, trying to be so this. kind about it. But it was um, quite unique. What I'll point out, though, is that we flew down that morning with it in the bag. Oh, <laughs> won't name and shame the airline, but... Um... <laughs> well, the airport. <laughs> Gosh. Because yeah, it was just a day trip. So that was quite interesting, I thought. So anyway, that was fascinating. But then I have, what was I going to say? I was just going to then talk about another um, occurrence with those two, but I'll leave them because just no need to pile on. I'm going to so. dob my mum in here now, though. <laughs> She's flown with me before, but she doesn't fly as much as me. And um, last time we were at the airport, you know how the staff are allowed to, like the air hostess, they're allowed to push in. One yes. of the airport staff pushed Some in front of my mum. Well, my mum hates a pusher in her oh. And my mum went at her and I was going, Mum, she works at the airport. She's going, I don't care where you work. <laughs> there was a line there and you just walked in front of me. And I was like, Mum, there's a sign that says it. Just let it go. But there's a way to do it. Do you know, like you, you're walking like, oh, I'm so sorry, and just slip it. And there's some people that walk on the stride and they're like, yeah, here I am. Yeah, well, okay, she won't sweetie, do it again after she got Shirley. Pepsi on the flight. Okay, <laughs> I think you need to lower the expectation here. No one, you're not the queen. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's all right. In a moment, you'll be picking up my dirty napkin. Well, and this woman felt like she pushed in front of the queen. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Shirley wasn't having a bar oh, of that. Oh, no, no, no. But what I will say is this. So there's the people who don't pack correctly, obviously. Yeah. They don't put the aerosols to the top. The laptop isn't readily available, etc. etc. Mm-hmm. But then what about the people who are just slow movers? Oh, this is a this is a fast. I'm process. dating a slow mover, so let's not. And oh, I'm a really he is. everything that I do is like fast. I walk fast. I talk fast. My hands go 100 miles an hour. No. Everything about me is fast. Wait, a slow move. Next so for those level. of you who don't know, Quaid is a, a good friend of mine and Laura's <laughs> partner, Quaid Cooper, the footballer. Um, and he Fast lives on the field, slow off the field. Zippy on the field, if you will. Um, off the field, he runs on his own time. Yeah. When he sends you a text and says, I'll be there in 10, he means in 10 months. <laughs> it is not 10 minutes. I don't know if there's an algorithm conversion. Like if he says 10 minutes and it goes into the platform, it comes out as actually 45 minutes. But he operates in just his own world. World. And it is at times it's frustrating, but at times it's just you almost feel calm thinking what it must be like <laughs> operating in that. Do you know what I mean? You just you, you, you step back and Chill. walk like that for a little bit, <laughs> calm down, then you go back about your day. <laughs> yeah. He, I, can't, I don't actually think I've ever flown with him, but I don't think I could ever. Yeah, you have because he sent me photos of you sleeping with your mouth open, which is what he does to me. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, and it was my own fault, right? I remember he, we were on our way. To, oh, that's so good. We were on our way to the airport one day and he fell asleep in the car. Yeah. So I took a photo of him looking disgusting in the car. And then, I don't know why, but then like I then sent, it must have been like a week or two later, I then like sent a photo and was like, lol. And then he took that as an affront. Oh, yeah. And so then he He'll responded, beat you by 10 then. <laughs> so then he He's responded very competitive. with a tsunami of disgusting <laughs> photos of me, which are readily available. I'm in my Instagram, for example, last week. But like quite literally there is just photos available everywhere just to the general public. But on top of that, he then served me up some private moments, mouth open on the flight, asleep with my forehead against the the chair. He just had some options. What was the problem then, though, was that one of them he posted publicly Emily Sky then thought, oh, I can get in on this. She had her own options. She then starts posting for, and it's like, okay, 
I don't need all the 10 out of 10 fit hotties posting photos of me looking like a whale and disgusting. Okay. And then everyone went about their day like everything was fine. And I was just this ravaged mess on the internet. Do you know what I mean? Ruined. And I, I never took part in that. Ruined. I'm, I'm the kind one. The more fun and kind one. I think you're the first person with your phone out, if I'm honest. <laughs> I save it for your birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah, you started that this year. You were the one that kicked I it did. off. And then Emily was like, oh, me too. Let me have a look in my file. Photos, Sam, disgusting last week. I've you know started a folder. Well, Emily must have one too. I've started a folder. I'm really happy about that. Thank you. I'm going to need to start to like Aaron. Button push Aaron. Let's get that in the note. Let's get the fat lens on. Let's see what we can get a Laura. <laughs> He's only allowed to use a skinny lens when it's pointed at me. Um, I don't know if you saw the beach photos from last I, week. I noticed I posted, that I have a down light on me as well. It's like nightclub lighting in here. And it's I have wonderful. a ring light. <laughs> <laughs> Just beauty perfection. Um, yeah, that's how we like to do it here. Um, only I can look good. Um, but everyone else must look terrible. I love that. Isn't that fab? So, I mean, look, for me, an airport is just because I want everyone to be approaching an airport like I do, a weekly traveller, not approaching it like it's their first holiday in seven years. Mm -hmm. And it's just not – and you know what I can't stand when the staff – like I understand they work there all the time, but I travel as me, the human, all the time. I don't need your advice on what item I should take off to get through security. Where they're like, take your shoes off. It's not my shoes. It's my bracelets. I get offended when they're like any laptop or aerosol can in there and I'm like – I know to remove that. Why are you asking me? You know what's better? Any umbrellas in there? Oh. I'm sorry. Do I look like Mary fucking Poppins? <laughs> no, I don't have an umbrella in my bag, you fucking idiot. What sort of a question is that? Oh. Got any gum boots in there? Any umbrella? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know what's so funny, though? I always make that joke and I can't stand it. And then one time we flew back from America and, and you Courtney did have an brought a fucking Victoria's Secret umbrella with her and then she left it on the plane. It was a free gift with purchase. Then she, there were those people going through. Yes, the umbrella's been removed from the bag. There it is. Okay, we get it. The umbrella's here. The bright pink Victoria's Secret. Remember the days when they used to make money? Um, so <laughs> that's a bit tough for them, isn't it? So anyway, I just don't like when I get there to the security and they're like, when I beep, because I often beep, unless it's the Gold Coast, because I think that's turned down to don't give a fuck. Whatever mm. that level is, they don't care. So I can just cruise through at any time of day. Whereas in Sydney, it's set to like stop Sam no matter what. And they're like, could you take your belt off? I'm not wearing a belt because I was prepared for this. <laughs> oh, okay. You can take your shoes off. Could you explain to me why my leather shoes would be setting off the metal detector? Because <laughs> that's interesting. I'm not sure what they're putting in the Kmart shoes, but my leather Louis don't have metal in them. Thank you, though. And then it's always like it's my bracelets. And then they have you do all these fun new things. So the other day I went through, put your fingers underneath the bracelets and that'll get you through. Oh, okay, so if I put my finger underneath my gun, will that get me through? Like, what the fuck is that? Just oh put your finger gosh. underneath it. And I went through like, so he had me do, like this. And it worked. Yeah, walked through without a problem. And I was like, what? Is this like a password? And I it's like, this. oh, he's in on the joke. You're living through. <laughs> do you know, that made me feel like there's someone with a the button. They trust like, you. You're a regular fi- flyer. You've got the secrets now. Apparently just finger underneath. Okay. This is what I've got. Cover it up sometimes and then separate them and put your hands like this and walk through. And what I'm doing is putting <laughs> my hands like I've been shot best? dead on the ground, you know, like the, the outline. Mm. Um, well, I don't know, this one, and of course I have trouble, as you know, because you know me well, I have trouble controlling my facial reactions. No. So, <laughs> so when he was like, put your finger underneath, I was like, sorry? And I was like, okay, this will work. <laughs> so I put my finger on there, walked through, it didn't work. I was like, <laughs> swapped Thank a you PR smile. Advice. Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> I love security people. Keep us all safe. Thank you for your time and dedication to the service. Uh, and then you turn around and the guy's standing there and he's like, I need to check you for explosives. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. 
slide the finger under the bracelet. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See what you can find now. <laughs> yeah, so that's an interesting one. Just finger under the bracelets. Love that. But Don't I wear bracelets, not. but yep. So I have my bracelets on, and I'll tell you the hot tip. Um, I just say they can't come off now. Oh. Because like, could you remove them? Um, I'm not really into moving my diamond tennis bracelet and sitting on your <laughs> disgusting little tray and then putting it through where it's like anyone can just grab a hot... No, thanks. doesn't come off. <gasps> it's nailed to me forever. I love it. It's this. like Jesus on the cross. It ain't coming off. Love Do you know this. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then like the Cartier one, it doesn't have... like you, There's no visible breakage Yeah. because the button's hidden underneath. So I'm just like, no, it doesn't come it off. It was smelted onto me. It was made <laughs> on me. I could never remove it. So um, people who work in security are like, oh, we'll wait for you to come through next time and we'll just be like, take them off. <laughs> Not ideal. Oh, my shoes don't come off. I wear these all the time. <laughs> they were made on me. Sorry. They're glued on. How's it now they've got this new rule for Virgin where you can't check your um, laptop in your bag anymore. That's okay. not allowed. It has to be in your carry Oh, because of the battery. Because of the battery, yep. which to me is logical because you can't take a battery. You can't check a battery. So yep. like a, an additional charger, any type of battery can't be checked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's obviously a battery in your laptop. So that just makes sense to me. But what doesn't make sense to me is why are people checking a laptop? I would never allow my laptop to be in the bag they throw around like it's a Raggedy Ann doll. Well, I don't understand. I would definitely do it. Wrap it up, put it in the middle, it'd be fine. Wrap it up. It's not a bottle yeah. of perfume. Actually, do you you know, I'm just going to dob myself in here. (laughs) Why not? Um, It's not a laptop, but the other day, my place in Sydney, I needed a new TV. And I was just being like strong, independent woman. Quaid was away. Dad was at work. He's like, wait for me. I'll help you. I was like, nah, dad, I got this. I am Beyonce. I I am Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Lemonade. Um, So (laughs) anyway, I was like, okay, go and buy myself a TV. The guy's like, do you need help? I was like, yeah, keep just popping in the boot. And then (laughs) carried it up to the house. You're like, is there a woman here who could help me with (laughs) (laughs) it? Carried it up to put it in and – where was the Daily Mail then, watching you lug a TV oh. up the stairs? You know, I wore heels and everything and they never showed <laughs> up. Um, so, yeah, like, got there. And then the difficult part was getting it out of the box. So, like, because they've got that all that difficult. packaging in there, it's hard by yourself. So I was, like, reefing it out and everything. Yeah. I was reefing in a, it out? Reefing it. That's, that does seem do you like, like that. That yeah. was arduous, wasn't it? I was r- like reefing it, it out. And um, anyway, ended up, like, getting all the rubbish taken away, mm-hmm. pulled it out, got it up, put it on a bracket. Like, got a toolkit out, put it on a bracket, was loving myself sick. On the wall? Yeah, got it on the wall, turned it on. There were lines was all over it. Was the bracket already in the wall? Uh, the bracket. Can you not ruin it for me? Yes, the bracket was already in the wall, but I had oh. to screw the bracket part onto the TV. Yeah, that's not and easy. Off the old I was one. almost like, like seeing you there with a level, <laughs> making sure that it was right, stepping back, oh, reviewing. I, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Anyway, so I put it up there, <laughs> turned the TV on. There were lines all over it. So I called the place, not going to say where it was that I bought it, but I called them and I said, I have just bought a TV from you and it is broken. And they were like, what? And I said, I literally was in there like 10 minutes ago. It's broken. And they're like, okay, bring it back in again. I bring it in and they're like, look, we're pretty sure that this is pressure damage that you've, <laughs> did you put your hands on the screen? And I was like, only when I was pulling it out of the box. <laughs> As you're clawing into it, ripping it. Yeah, reefing, <laughs> reefing. Reefing. <laughs> anyway, didn't realise that you couldn't touch. Like, I knew you couldn't, like, grab at it, but I just, yeah, you'd have just touched the edges, Dad told me. So anyway, <laughs> got a second TV, put it up. If anyone Used needs your womanly help, charm to get them to give you another TV. Here. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. You are doing a service for women everywhere. I mean, like, you did it yourself and then when you needed to, you used what you had to to get another TV. I mean, good for you. Stop judging Setting me. Stop judging me. 
<laughs> Look at that, ladies. You can do it yourself and then get a lecture from your dad later about grabbing it incorrectly <laughs> out of the box. Yeah, but this is the thing. My dad had to put my brother's TV up, so I'm one step oh, ahead. Oh, sorry. Hello. Hello, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Is it Nathan? Yeah, it was yeah. Nathan. Well, Hello, Nathan. there you yeah. go. Yeah. That's a sucky moment. You should tell us a story about that time that you had. An, you love Airtasker. Oh, you know what the funny part is? <laughs> when I said to you, I got rid of the boxes. So I <laughs> paid someone on Airtasker to collect the boxes for me. So when I rang to tell them the TV was broken, they're like, that's fine, bring it in, like whatever. And I was like, I don't have the boxes. And the guy was like, but didn't you just put it up 10 minutes ago? And I was like, yeah, but I was efficient. And I didn't add before I left the shop for someone to come in. I love it because like for, rather than me having to like rip it up, put it all through the bin or whatever, Paid someone down the road that could take it straight to the tip because I'm in an apartment block, so you can't obviously ruin everyone else's rubbish space. Oh, so rather than me I go to the tip, me, but all right. I had someone in the area that was going by, and that was it. But I do love uh-huh. Airtasker. You're a big Airtasker fan. You had someone come to put your bed together some time ago. Tell <laughs> us about that. Um, okay, so <laughs> no, I, I well one okay well once <laughs> don't when, try to make excuses for him. <laughs> okay. So I do use Airtasker quite a bit, Um, Gumtree too, but anyway. As men everywhere dive for their phones to join, (laughs) become an Airtasker handyman. No, so like it's just just sometimes like we were going to New Zealand um, for a wedding. You said that really weird, New Zealand. I yawned as I said it because you're boring me. (laughs) Um, We were going to New Zealand for a wedding and – I, we had one day, like that Quaid was at training, all of our boxes had arrived. Yep. And this is when we moved to Melbourne. And he was like, we'll just unpack when we come home. Who wants to come home from a holiday to unpack? Just not going to happen. And no. we had friends coming like the day after. I was like, no. So I unpacked in a whole day. So I got air tasker people to come and put together furniture for me. Like, Fabulous. you know, yeah. I, mean, I use a handyman for everything. I can't like, do anything. Yeah, but in the old days, you have to go and find a handyman. I just look up, find their rating. I've always in had the good old people. days, like on the street, yeah. handyman. But I had someone. Handyman. That, but I had someone that works at the art gallery um, in Melbourne that came and hung my paintings, and I was like, "Not going to get oh, any better than this." Sorry, reasonable. Well, at fee. least he told you that. That's what his profile said. But his <laughs> reviews were great. Anyway, so um, so you gonna hang the Mona Lisa now in Paris? I'll be back. There you go. He they're did moving do that. Out. Did you use him as well? <laughs> Obviously. Anyway, he uses all the Van Gogh <laughs> work. <laughs> Anyway, so I had um, this guy come and put a bed together for me. Um, and anyway, he start, this was in Sydney, separate time. As I said, love Airtasker. Not a paid promotion here. Um, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Airtasker. <laughs> anyway, so he comes in to do the bed and um, he's in the room and then he walks back out to his car and he comes back in and he's sweating. Anyways, in there for quite a while. Like it shouldn't have been that long. <laughs> comes back out again and then he's like, um, I'll come tomorrow. And I was like, what? He's like, I'll finish it off tomorrow. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I've just got a little bit to go. I'll finish tomorrow. And he was talking really quickly. And I was like, oh. Um, and I said, do you need me to like – I'm confused about what to do. Like, this did is you want to take? This is a one trip thing. Like, I book you, you come, you do the job. Yeah, and this how it comes tomorrow. And I was like, but I sort of need it done today. He's like, it's okay, you don't have to pay me. It doesn't matter. I'll just cancel the job. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, but I, I'm just saying, like, if you've done most of it, whatever. Anyway, he then zips out of my apartment. Off he goes, and I'm like, what is going on here? Walk into the room. He's broken the bed. <laughs> There's wood shavings on the floor and a crack in it. So I don't know, but. Alan didn't know how to use the Alan key. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. And then you contacted the place and you were like, hi, I have no idea how it happened. <laughs> the bed you that I bought me? was There's no box though. I had it removed. The bed I bought was broken. I don't throw my own boxes away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
anyway, so then I rang Dad and he's like, well, what would you get him to do it for? I would have done it. And I was like, because I wanted you to be proud of me and think I did it myself. This is literally my dad. Every time I'm like, let's just hire someone to put it together and then he will kill himself to do it. But when I say himself, Rick and John I are mean, very similar. Oh, but also he doesn't put something together quietly. My dad put something together with what my mum calls the huff and puff. Oh, yes. Everyone knows how hard the job was. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? You should have seen me with the like, TV bracket. I can believe it that the German Ikea Norwegian furniture isn't like the easiest thing to put together. This is why I pay people. And then uh, also when you hear there's one line that he says, and if you hear it, you know, to immediately vacate the building. You've got to be joking. <laughs> and when you hear that, you grab everything and you leave. It's like a fire alert. You get the, the valuables and you get out of the house. <gasps> Because it's just not a time to be alive, to be oh, honest. Ricardo. Ricardo, what a time. <laughs> Love him to death. If there's a dollar to be saved for me, he will save that dollar. Don't you worry about it. I don't think he's it. saving it for you. He saves it to spend on his shoes. Oh, my, I know. He's out there like, we're not spending that. It's like, well, let's call in $2,000 runners. Tell he me a story about that. He loves his sneakers. Doesn't he? Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> oh, we love him to death. Um, but what's actually, this will be the same as your mum, I think. My mum then just throws fuel on the fly, the fire. Like she'll walk in and then be like, "Calm down!" Like it's an instruction. Oh. Well, firstly, bring your volume down, um, and secondly, like you can't tell someone to calm down. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. be happy. Do you know, like those aren't instructions you can. I give. throw out the calm down all the time. Didn't know it didn't work. Um, <laughs> so my the, the problem with my... who are you saying that to? Because quiet <laughs> exists on a level. That is like zen. Yeah, sometimes we want more zen. We should. We should. If I'm stressed, it's like <laughs> calm down. You're stressing me out. We should hook him up to like a, a machine, and it would be him and a monk, and it would be the same <laughs> level of emotion, just like one level. Yeah, everything's cool. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Like if you try and go to lunch with Quaid, you should just kill yourself. It's Aww. faster. Where should we go? Wherever. Any, anything you feel like? I don't mind. I've learned with him though. <laughs> oh my god. He says he doesn't know, but then as soon as you make a decision, no, nah, we're not going there. We'll go here. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. you're like, okay, there you go. That's the trick now. But we can't let him know we know the trick. So yeah. He won't listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> he probably covered. will because I've always said it to him, like, just so that you're aware. No, <laughs> I was just going to say the problem with my dad's a bit different. My dad comes home from work one day and he goes, hey, hey, guys, can someone put The Simpsons on? He's Croatian, so he didn't grow up with it. And um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no worries. Why? And he goes, guys, it works that I'm like Ned Flanders. <laughs> Proud as anything, right? <laughs> My father is Ned Flanders. So my parents live across the road from the bush and there is like a nature strip across the road. He mows that lawn for the whole street. What? Yes. He mows my neighbor's lawns, right? So my mum goes crazy because my dad like literally does, he cleans everyone's bins out. You know, in our area, I don't know if they do this everywhere, but my dad got a sticker on the bin from the council as an award for being like a good person that puts rubbish in the bin well. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. He is so proud of that. So every oh year he strives God. for it. Firstly, so he repacks what? our bins, our garbages. Oh, if there was a sticker I for someone who needs... throws whatever the fuck they want in whichever oh, bin no. isn't the most full, my dad, Sam's got it. My dad rinses containers. This is the green bin. That's boxes. my McDonald's. The no. other one's full. No, no, no. This is recycling. And you should see him okay. sweat. If there's like, if I'm like, you know, say I've got a delivery or something and I'm at home and I'll be unpacking stuff and I'll go, I'll just pop this out in the bin. You see him sweat. It's okay, I'll do it. And I'll go, no, Dad, you know, you're washing up or you're doing whatever. It's fine, I'll do it. No, no, I'll do it. Just leave it there. Put it on top of the bin. But it's raining. It's okay, put it on top of the bin. <laughs> He's like, received an award. He it, needs to maintain a status. I know, I, can I know. That. Do you know, I find that when I throw some things in the recycle, I shouldn't, that it's like a challenge that I'm setting forth for them. Oh. Try harder. Can no. we not recycle that? Do you know what I mean? No. Nine times out of ten, you do the right thing, but every now and again. Ned will be on your case. What are you doing? Ned will be flying up full? to Queensland. I don't – what do I do? 
not leaving it in my house. I, you know, what, I mean? you know, what can I do? Push, fold, un- like fold things, tear things up. That's the trick, Air Tasker. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what Air Tasker is, either firstly get a life, but like secondly, it's like a system where you can get strangers to come into your home and do tasks you don't wish to do. Do jobs. Isn't it weird that society has changed where we're just welcoming strangers into our homes these days? I think that's sometimes. It's never been more dangerous to just live, and yet we're just on the service. Like, I'll get in a stranger's car. You can drive me here. Can you come into my home and put this together and destroy yeah. my bed and then run out the door? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Isn't it fascinating? <laughs> Could have gone back out to get his knife. I don't know. Honestly. You know, I had a stand-up the other night with the Uber Eats driver. This is a separate episode, but I just, you know, they drove up and they just parked out the front of my house, like mm. on the driveway, and just looked at me. And I just stood in my doorway. And then, they, then yeah. they put their window down, the passenger window, and just stared at me. <gasps> and I just stood there. From the door. In my Versace robe. And I just thought, you motherfucker, you get out of that car <laughs> and you will walk up here. And normally, because I'm a fucking nice guy, I will take two steps out and I will take it from you before you get I to my stairs. I don't believe that. No, no, I do, because I'm a really good person. <laughs> it's also a nice tile. It's not like the, so my feet, you know. <laughs> yeah. But this person... I stood inside. I didn't even reach <laughs> the arm out the door. backwards every time he'd come That's close. He'd you bring that all the way up here right Put it on now. the table. Get Set out the, the cutlery. Put it on the plate. Unacceptable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they just – and there yeah. are people out there who would have given in to that sort of pressure. Yeah. But I, on behalf of the world, said no. I had a delivery I've selected once. deliver to the door. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is selecting I'll get it at the curb? <laughs> who the fuck are you? That's yeah. something your dad's doing. Yeah. I'll go out and get it. Yeah. I don't mind. Oh, I mind. Yeah. I will be in my house. Why, why else? Otherwise, I just get in my car and go myself. Well, Quaid's really, um, he's really generous on Uber Eats. He orders things for other people. So say he's not at training, he'll order his meal to training. Or say he's in Melbourne, he orders it to the house in Brisbane. He's a good guy. So, so many people benefit from his <laughs> orders. It's great. I have. We actually have a trick here. I'm ruining Button Pusher Aaron's trick, but we'll often, our new office doesn't quite reach certain um, large-scale food restaurants, um, and so as a result, we can no longer get them. That's not good enough for Button Push Aaron. So he orders it to our old office that it does reach and then calls them and is then like, hi, oh, I put the wrong one in. That's sad. I'm just down the road. And they're like, no worries, bud. See you soon. A little bit of cash on the side or? No. Just as another just as another option for you. You can't give money outside the economy of Uber. Guys, just as another option for you, you could pay someone an air tasker to pick it up from the old office to new one, just if it ever didn't work. Just be like, that's cool. Leave it at the doorstep. Air tasker. But could you to air go- tasker someone to go to the restaurant to get it for you instead of having that middle situation? Like cut out Uber Eats oh, You can do that as well. It's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> what a service. What a time to be alive. Um, what I wanted to just do very quickly, my producer Courtney over there is just like, wrap it up, Sam. You've talked for too long. I'm just going to jump onto Instagram for a moment. I want to ask a quick question um, because I can. I'm going to the Laura Dundavik Instagram account. If you're not following her, I'm really disappointed in you and you should remedy that immediately. Um, for those of you who aren't following Laura, um, you were recently in Croatia. Yeah. Um, Hrvatska, Croatia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's actually, people don't know this, but on my uh, list of places to travel in the world, it's, it's at the bottom. It's not on there. I hate oh, it. You are the only anyway. person in the world that has ever said that. Like, actually, this is. I'm happy to be flying the flag. What I would like to know, though, is this question When you post a photo like this, do you know you're a 10? Or are you just like, oh, I'll just throw it out, then we'll see what happens. But then, so Laura is standing in this photo, um, looking a ten out of ten in a very no nice bikini. Uh, what's it's the a word? nice bikini. It's a lovely bikini. You look fab. You've put it out there into the world, 
And I just think like, if I had a photo like this where I looked this good, I would be just laughing as I upload. Like, I would just be like, get ready for this Instagram. Is that what you did with those ones that you posted last week? No, I was just devastated about <laughs> those. I was just crying. Do you know people leave a comment and they're like, you shouldn't say that about yourself. You shouldn't, you know, good for you. I'm not on the bed crying. I'm not depressed <laughs> over them. I don't care. Obviously, I'm uploading them. Like, you don't. I don't need the comments of people who are like, mm, feel good about yourself. I do. I'm good with myself. I'm really quite happy, to be honest. But anyway, um, what goes through the head? When I post that? Yeah, like you must get it and be like, I'm a fucking 10. Oh, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, you need to sort that out. Um, <laughs> not after when I, I posted, I, um, I got a cyst. I've been sick recently. <laughs> and I posted that and people were commenting, yuck, ew. Someone said, <laughs> I wish I was the cyst, weird things like that. So it's all about wow. balance, yeah. Now, so, you know, just for the people who are listening, I'm not like I'm not sad when I post the sad photos. I'm not the sort of person who is wishing myself to be a cyst on someone else's body. Those people. I think it was you that commented that, but anyway. (laughs) Anywho, what we're going to get into now is five questions that I'm going to ask every person who comes on the show. It's the same questions, so I'm going to hit them, hit you with them. I'm the first guest, though. So yeah. So if these bomb, then we'll change them. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, Pepsi versus Coke. I don't drink soft drink at all. And I no, I'm a model. No, 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 not because of that. Okay, <laughs> not because of that. I um, my mum was like loves like health and fitness, so I grew up like, you know, I would have homemade cake like that my mum made that was healthy, like, and that was my treat. Um, and so we didn't grow up with soft drink, so I actually like find it vile. I drink sparkling water. Oh, um, I drink sparkling water. But I, I, just, but I then don't like flat that, water. It's I've, not quite jazzed enough for me. I've never had like a can of Coke or anything like that. Can okay, of you're missing out. It's a 10. Um, <laughs> and it will take any meal from a zero to a 10 very quickly. Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you, because you like McDonald's, you and I. Oh, yes. Really see, it's not because it. of that. Whenever I see Sam, we end up having McDonald's. We didn't last night, which I was proud we of. We almost did. You yeah. all, we almost caved. We almost didn't. did. We were good about this it. This was easy, quick. Yeah. I'm just a 10. Yeah. How, so you don't elevate the meal with a soft drink. You have a water. No, I get a sparkling water. Th- that's offensive. Um, I think if you're a McDonald's there and you're drinking it with sparkling water, you don't have any business being there. I think you're going. <laughs> I don't know. I don't need it there. I get it delivered. So. <laughs> you're an air tasker. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do we got next? Who is the most famous person you've ever met? Fame. I've met a few. I met Snoop Dogg. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't Did tell he him get I the joke with the name? Dumb Dog. <laughs> no, I played it so cool. Um, I've met Not him. Not as cool as him because he would have been high, I presume. <laughs> yeah, well, met him. Chris Isaac. I went, uh, piggybacked me. Doing a shoot for, um, for the races, and he said to me, "Oh, you know, did you like maybe she should jump on my back, like with the whole racing thing." They loved it. Is he? The, do you remember that time that we did a shoot and they tried to get you in the bath? Which one was that? The house. What? Who tried to get me in the bath? Remember when we shot Quaid's house to sell. Oh, that's right. And the reporter was like, I didn't know the reporter very well, and he was throwing ideas. I was like. <laughs> We did this shoot in the house. She's like, could you jump in then, Laura? I was like, oh, oh, no, no. Yeah, we did this this shoot and they were trying to get us to like – we looked awkward, but it was just strange. Like they were trying to make it like look like we're at home, but then they'd got us to dress up and then they'd be like, Laura, yeah. do you want to just jump under the covers? And then it's like, <laughs> no. I'm often under the covers with the full hair and makeup done. Laura, just gown. jump in the bath and then like Quaid's laughing. I'm like, well. <laughs> um, so the, Chris Isaac, um, is he the one? I don't know it's if so I know. so nice. This. And then do you know is what? Is he the guy with like the one song? 
no. Just lots. a bad, bad bone. What about, what about, what a wicked thing so to do. We could get okay. To make I can't talk to you about music because you know every song that's ever been released. I do, by and I've got a bad voice. Ever, yeah, I'm a walking karaoke machine. But no, I've met a few, like pretty amazing. I would. I I'm, 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 okay, I'm obsessed with Twilight though, and I have tracked so many of them down. Yeah, what's his name with the, the big one? Taylor Lautner. No, he's now like soft now. It's a bit sad. It's like oh, Kellen. You can't have your whole brand. I don't think when you're like a B-list actor about being ripped because the second you like have a burger and it's over. Then it's like your career's done. Like Taylor Lautner was like shredded, although in the promo photo they used somebody else's body. But anyway, he was like shredded. And then the second he had a burger, everyone was like, oh, we won't cast you in anything ever again. Do you have to say this after you tell everyone that I eat McDonald's with you every time I see you? <laughs> and you're still Far a 10, out. so you can maintain. But also like, that, and that's an important note. We didn't say that. You're very smart. Like you have a- I'm more smarter than you. <laughs> you have a degree. Like you. I mean, that wouldn't be hard. But, you know, you have a degree. Like there's lots going on. And you're a fun person. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a fun person. Not the funnest, but the funnest. <laughs> um, yeah, you've met Kel- Kellen. Is that his name? Yeah. I've Kellen met what? like five of them from there. And some of it was me stalking, but some of it was just by chance. Like I was in dinner in LA once and one of the vampires was there, Laurent, like- just honestly. Just look at you. There was it actually, like, I believe in fate and there was this period of time there where I was like, I was meant to be a vampire and I just have to accept it. Like, it's just, <laughs> that's it. How am I going to deal with this? You know, Except I can't go out in the, the sunlight sun. without sparkling. Like, you know, <laughs> I honestly came to that's terms with it. That's the flash of the Daily Mail, not your skin. <laughs> I came to terms with it. Um, who would you want to be stuck in an elevator? Do you know what's so funny? I read that as suck because of the vampire moment. It's super appropriate. <laughs> who would you want to be stuck in an elevator with? Not you. Um, so just me then? Great. We should move on. <laughs> I don't, that is a really good one. Like I didn't write them. I feel, <laughs> like, good ones. I feel like if I was in there, John, my father, Ned, would be able to get me out. I mean, that's a good thought. Because you wouldn't want to be in there with Quaid because he'd be like, we'll sit and wait for someone <laughs> at the appropriate time. Nah, Quaid would get zen out. stressed. Um, oh, he would. It'd be like and then I'd be like, then. I'd be like, well, should we press the emergency button? I don't know. And you know what's funny? Have you seen, what's that? Um, oh, it's Gossip Girl. Do you watch Gossip Girl? You know Hello. you love me, XOXO. Obviously. And in Gossip Girl. Did speak to Chuck on the phone as well once. Oh, is this was pre or post accusal of rape? <laughs> Pre, oh, I was okay. working on radio and I had to interview and I was like, oh my God, so, yeah. With the English accent, though, it wouldn't have been quite Chuck Bass, would it? No. No, it was a bit close to home too because that storyline really pushed rape on him and then all of a sudden in real life they're like, oh yeah, me too. <laughs> and then it turned out it was like not even real. That sucks for him, doesn't it? Um, you know, in Gossip Girl, they have that moment where she's in the elevator with Dan Humphrey yep. and then Serena Vander Woodson like calls and she's like, did you use my name? And Dan's like, no, why would that make any difference? Like, who do you think you are? Yeah. And then she's like, hi, it's Serena Vander Woodson. And they're like, quickly, assemble an army, get her out. That would be what I think would be funny in an elevator. So you want me in an elevator going, I'm with Sam Mangan, <laughs> Sam Mangan, come on. He has a chart to ascend. <laughs> um, no, I think that it would be funny because Quaid would never say it. Do you know what I mean? He'd be like, hey, bro, just, I'm stuck in here. Whenever you get a chance, no stress after lunch, I'll catch you, see you. <laughs> and then he'd go, they'd go, he's in here and he'd go, Quaid, and they'd go, Wade, and he'd go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. It would be the worst. Whereas you'd be like, hi, it is Laura Dundevic and Quaid Cooper. 
uh, we are in the elevator and unable to move. So if you could let Quade Cooper and Laura Dunderberg out at your earliest convenience, that would be wonderful. And then I would call and be like, are you fucking serious? You'll get Quade Cooper and you'll get Laura Dunderberg out of the damn elevator. You'd be going, we'll get out Quade and we'll work out how to get out Laura at a later time. <laughs> let us simmer. <laughs> I'd throw in some microphones because that'd be great content. Um, what else we got here? Fave Instagram. Instagram. That's nice. Mm. Fave Instagram account you think people should follow. I do like your rants. And I'm not Thank just, you. Um, yeah, not just That's the that. only reason that's been inserted in here. Um, and if the guest doesn't say mine, then we just ask them to leave, I think is the appropriate instruction. Um, I actually, everybody that I follow, I know pretty much. I don't really follow... Like, no, I do because I I find it hard enough to keep up to date with what my friends are actually doing. You know what we should ask on here? What Instagram account would be first to go in your follow list? Because people should have to scroll through <laughs> and choose someone. We played a game someone. of that last night. Oh, yeah. A couple of people got the axe last night. I think five <laughs> accounts got the axe overnight. We were saying, I don't have it, but I get that. Because I don't like unfollowing people that are following me. I think it's rude. I agree. And so... But I don't have an app, right? I don't... Well, I'm not I've, one of those people. I download that and then I delete it because they hacked my Twitter once. Yep. True story happened to so me. True. Sam had to save me. Um, my Twitter <laughs> got hacked. But, um, yeah, with Instagram... I use it and it upsets me so much when you look and someone's following like three and a half thousand people and they chose to unfollow you. I'm like, you wouldn't even notice me within all what those people. Yeah, it, it's an upsetting time. It's not ideal, but um, unfollow someone live. I, button push Aaron's trying to get me to unfollow someone live on on the program. But last time I already, I, like last night, literally five people got the chop and I just went through and was just like, you know. Do you know what? I'm on like, I think I'm following 700 and. I'm following 251, and that isn't a round number, Aaron. So, you know, you're right. That isn't ideal. Yeah, I'm following 771. Like, it'd be lovely to get rid of Okay, let's just pop into here. This person here um, that I'm following, um, just like that, um, they think they're too fucking good. They're fucking wrong. Show me. Um, They followed me because they were trying to get work, (laughs) and then they're not getting that work, and so now they have unfollowed me. Um, They're so busy thinking they're important, um, and they're not. Bang, they're gone. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Fuck right off. Um, what's the loss there? There isn't one. Um, that's great. Thanks for coming for that person. We'll see you never again, hopefully. Um, what else we got here? The last one. I need you to tell me what comes to mind when I say this to you. I need like a you know, Wow, the way that you're like, launching bang, across the go. table at me. Fear is what's coming <laughs> out right now. Ready? The one word is, it's two words, but it's one word. Celine Dion. You. Thank you. That's nah, can I tell for. you? Can, we have complete the, that's the episode. Wrap it up now. <laughs> can I tell you a funny story about her? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Was it the time that I met her? Hmm? Was it the time that it I met her? It was the time that you met her that you sent us several photos of it. The time that we <laughs> blared the music out um, in the car. No, with Celine. Funnily enough, it's funny that you and I met. Do you but love it there's just like one word. You can just say Celine and it's like, it must be Celine Dion. I think of the brand now. Sorry. What, the fact they can't get their designs right because the new design is fucked up everywhere. No, that's not my thoughts. The men's um, is great though. I was going to say when I was in Croatia a few years ago. Croatia. Croatia. This would have been like 10 years ago. Um, I was. I had these guys calling out to me and whistling and then they said, Celine, Celine Dion. <laughs> yeah. Don't think I look like her. Did you launch into a uh, – no, I can see what they're saying. Um, is that why you, you love me? <laughs> It's because you love me. Um, you were close. But um, 
Yeah, no, I can see that. Did you turn around and give them a few bars? Or? Oh, of course I did. I was going to say. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden smoke and the lights go. I was facing the other and I turned around. my dreams. And they're like, oh, it's not her. I okay. feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I did that. Have you ever heard, we'll play it for you after this, and maybe I'll pop it on the gram when this episode comes out. Um, there's this episode. It's one of my favorite clips of Celine John there is. Maybe every episode I'll give you a new clip that's my fave. We could do this epi- this show forever. Um, where she's on with, what's his name? He should be dead, but he isn't. Um, he's like a radio guy. He's like a thousand years old. He's been married, 90, Larry King. Um, it's an episode of Larry King Live. And mm-hmm. he's obviously, I don't know, you don't, no one follows her like I do. But every time she's on anything, they no, try and get her. should be arrested for that level of following. <laughs> but anyway. And yet they let me in the room with her. Um, they really the try and get The guy that got her. the knife through security, <laughs> that's Sam. They really try and get her to um, sing all the time. Like if she's not there to perform, she's just in an interview. They try and get her to give them a few oh, lines It's so all annoying. The time. People did that to me all the time. I can imagine. Mm. Um, and so in this Larry King, he's like, you know, why is my heart all gone? So like, what do you think about it? And then she's like, it's a really hard song to sing. And they're like, why? And she's like, explains because the first part's like really breathy and like the last part's really like strong. And then he's You're, like, I would like, describe you why. as breathy. Yes. Breathy. Hi. <laughs> no, it's so, you know, like whip, whip. It's like an ASMR. Is that what it's called? We should do like an episode. I couldn't maintain that for that long. I would kill myself. Um, and so he like pushes her and pushes her and she finally does like, well, the first part and does the breathy part and then she does a strong part. That clip will change your life. Um, maybe I'll post it on my story because it's a 10 out of 10. Okay, I'll then. show it to you after and you Thank can you. judge that. Anyway, we've been ranting for some time. It's been fu- fun having you here. It's been great. It's been Thank a 10. You. You've been the best guest we've ever had on. Oh my gosh. Love that. Love that. We've never had anyone as good as you. Love. Thank you. That's all right. Um, now, before we go, of course, everyone who's listening, as I've already said, but I'll say it again, like if you're not following Laura, you need to sort out your life. Where can they follow you? <laughs> On Instagram. Tell me more about this Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> at Laura Dundevic, D-U-N-D-O-V-I-C. It's a tough one to spell. <laughs> I feel like if they're talking like Laura D, it should be coming up. Do you reckon? I should try I don't know. And... We should check into that. <laughs> like it should Offer be to pay up, someone though. and then have them block me like they did to you. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive. Mm. Um, they should follow you immediately. Um, and again, thank you for coming on. Thank you thank for joining us. Thank you for having us. me. I think we'll have you back because I think there's many you more think, things we could talk about. You think? Wow. Well, I can't get you to the Gold Coast ever because you're always like, sorry, I'm in Brisbane. I flew over you. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I'm in Sydney. I have so much on. Like, okay, we Brisbane get it. Brisbane the Gold Coast is so far away. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> but it's stunning here. Like, hello? Love it. See, Love there you it. Go. I'm going to the beach now. Isn't it a hard life? Yeah. You know? So hard. See if we can get another one of those photos up. I'll try. (laughs) We love that. All right. Well, thank you as always for listening. Um, I haven't said this anything, but make sure you're subscribing. We haven't, um, I haven't seen the numbers of subscribers, but I I presume you've all subscribed. If you haven't, it's a bit rude and Mm. you should pop that little subscribe button. But this podcast, um, in case you weren't aware, is part of the And a big thank you to all five of you that subscribed. (laughs) (laughs) We love all of you. (laughs) (laughs) That was one word for each person you were giving them. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, This podcast, as I have said previously, is part of the Spin Studio Network, which is the greatest podcasting network in all the land. To stay up to date with me, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Sam Mangan. I've explained to you why it's underscore. I tried to buy the real name. The guy wouldn't sell it to me. He was like fucking 12. Hello. That's all right. You can also join our closed Facebook group, Literally Nobody Cares, where you can share your own rants. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast and what? Oh, make sure you subscribe. I'm reading this from a thing for the first time. And, you know, it's taking a hot minute. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast. We bring you new episodes every Wednesday and you can DM me what you thought of the episode. But remember, I literally don't care. Love that. Love that. See you next time. Bye. Bye.